Pushkin. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is Accelerating Innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm David Siegel, and I wrote, He's the bad boy of chess, but did he cheat? It's in the New York Times, and it's the story of the week. I once had a budding friendship with retired baseball player Sean Green. And one of the ways we'd express our friendship was playing words with friends. He was very good. And I cheated. I mean, we hadn't explicitly agreed not to look up how to arrange our letters into really long words, but I'm pretty sure Sean wasn't doing it. And he was really good at words with friends. So I told myself that perhaps that's how people played the game, with computers doing all the work. The guilt I have over this years later is oddly intense. Part of it is because Sean was a home run hitter who maintains he didn't take performance enhancing drugs during the steroid era. He sacrificed so much out of honor. And I couldn't even bear losing at words with friends. So when I heard about the scandal tearing apart the world of professional chess, all of my self-hatred was directed at Hans Niemann a guy who's been accused of cheating in one of the biggest chess scandals ever. Writing is hard, who's got that kind of time? When you're already busy trying to be Joe Stein. So he turns on a mic, maybe twiddles a knob, calls a journalist friend who's got an actual job. Single story, just listen to smart people speak. Conversation filled with information is the story of the week. When Magnus Carlsen, the greatest chess player in the world, accused 19 year old Hans Niemann of cheating, it 
tore apart the chess world. David Siegel wrote about the scandal for the New York Times. Okay, so the story is about these two chess players, Magnus Carlsen and Hans Niemann. And they're both grandmasters, but these guys couldn't be more different from each other, right? Let's start with Magnus Carlsen, who I met once at a party. He looked like, he didn't look like a chess player. He looked like a, like a soccer star or an underwear model or something. Like he's very intimidating. What is he like? Magnus Carlsen started off as this as this 13-year-old phenomenon who became a grandmaster at a super young age and then just was mowing down everyone in a matter of a couple of years. He's a five-time world champion. He's also kind of become a brand, uh, corporate sponsorships, and this fashion brand G-Star Raw hires him to be a spokesmodel. He even has his own chess app, Play Magnus, that the biggest chess website, chess.com, bought in 2022. And he is just beloved, right? He's the golden boy of chess. He's got lots of star power and lots of charisma. And he's also conversational, unlike a lot of other chess players who are not so conversational. And he's also arguably the greatest chess player who's ever lived. And then there's this other guy in the story, Hans Niemann, who I've never heard of. So Hans Niemann is like the polar opposite of Magnus Carlsen. He's this 19-year-old American, and he's got like a popular Twitch stream. He's got that big Sam Bankman-Fried hair, and he's just, uh, he's got kind of like a scowl on his face. He looks like trouble. I think he looks awesome. I got to <laughs> say, I, I, I totally love the way he looks. He looks like he's robbing a, a great, like, alt-country band of a lead singer. He looks like he got kicked out of Wilco before the first album. <laughs> he's, he was in Sunvolt for like a, a month. Exactly. <laughs> he left with the other guy. <laughs> yeah. He's also a performer. Like his Twitch stream is really pretty entertaining. During COVID, he had um, a heart rate monitor strapped to him and he would play with that. And he once got his heart rate up to 162, just like sitting and playing. Come on. Yeah. No, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. Like he just, he, he revs himself into this frenzy and he's screaming and he's swearing and he's carrying on. So we have the suave top ranked Magnus Carlsen and the bratty rule breaking Hans Niemann. And they both show up to the FTX Crypto Cup and they, they have to play each other. And it's not supposed to be much of a game, right? Like Hans is the lowest ranked player in the entire tournament. And Magnus Carlsen has been unbeaten for 50 games in a row. So this is not supposed to be a great showdown. Uh, Hans Niemann's nobody. There are very few people who really know who he is. He's been a guy who's been like running around the globe playing open tournaments, which you don't need an invite to, as the name suggests. So this was not supposed to be a great game. Magnus is playing with the white pieces and Hans is playing with the black ones, which is a big disadvantage because you have to go second. But then something shocking happens and Hans wins, right? Yeah, it is a, a, a stunner. If In the chess world, this causes this causes big ripples. Yeah, it's, it's totally startling. A lot of money was lost that night. <laughs> yeah. In Vegas. People lost their shirts in Vegas. It was it was uh, it was a shocker. And yeah, Hans Niemann walks out of that game into this hallway and there's a man there with the microphone waiting to interview him to experience uh, him exulting what you would expect would be a man exulting over a career making triumph. And instead, um, Hans looks him dead in the eye and says, chess speaks for itself and then walks away. And, and this becomes a sort of great famous moment. And this phrase, chess speaks for itself, is now on coffee cups, it's on t-shirts, it just like stunned the chess world and amused them. That's a mic drop of a statement, right? Just speaks for itself, yeah. Have you used that line anywhere? 
<laughs> I, I've adapted it. You know what I mean? Like dinner speaks for itself. That, that sort of thing. <laughs> you, just, you, really, you can slot it into just about anything. So Carlson and Neiman face off again a month later in the Sinkfield Cup, which is a huge chess tournament in St. Louis. And it's like the winner gets a hundred grand and Magnus and Hans have to face off again. And, and what happens then? So what happens then is that once again, Hans Neiman is playing with the black pieces. And um, this is arguably one of the most picked over and studied games in the history of chess. So he beats him again with the black pieces. With the black pieces, yes. And I've seen the interview afterwards where Hans Niemann says he got really lucky and guessed in advance that Magnus Carlsen was going to be using the Fianchetto variation, which which seems ridiculous because it's an opening move that's so obscure that he's never even used it before. And yet Hans Niemann says he like, prepared for it in advance and was ready for it. Yes. That interview becomes exhibit A for all the skeptics because he says all sorts of things during that interview that raise suspicions. And one of them is exactly what you just said, that he prepared for this very opening, which he, he himself described as a miracle. He said, by some miracle, I prepared for that very opening today. Like that morning, he had, he had walked through like, what if Magnus Carlsen uses this opening? But um I spoke to enough people that said, no, no, it's, he's, he didn't use that very specific opening, but it was close enough to a bunch of different openings that it made perfect sense for Hans mm. Niemann to prepare for it. After this surprising loss to Hans, what does Magnus do? He stews, apparently. Mm. And then the next day, he uh, tweets saying, announcing that he's quitting the Sinkfield Cup. And he doesn't do that. No one just quits a, a tournament in the middle, right? Nobody quits a tournament yeah. in the middle. And it's a crazy thing to do because he doesn't have to play Hans Niemann again. It's a round robin. He's, he doesn't have to play him again. He might play him again, but he was like, I need to take a stand. And he issues this tweet that basically has a, a video clip of a soccer coach saying something like, um, I'd like to say more, but I can't. I'll get in trouble. And it's a soccer coach talking about cheating, right? He's talking about cheating. Exactly. So everyone knows immediately that that Magnus Carlsen has taken this unprecedented step of quitting this tournament. And he is quitting it because he thinks that Hans Niemann has cheated, although he doesn't say that directly. But it's so clear that that's what he means, that the Sinkfield Cup adds security measures. They add a 15-minute delay to the broadcast of all the moves from the games, and they start scanning players with a radio frequency scanner in case they are getting radio signals from a Confederate. By the way, TMZ was covering this story and they showed <laughs> Hans Niemann getting wanded uh, before he walked in to make sure he didn't have any devices on him, which I, I think is the first time TMZ has covered chess. That surely is true. So the thing that I had to understand was how easy it is to cheat at chess right now. Like back when Gary Kasparov lost to IBM's Big Blue computer, it, it was a huge deal, but now, you can just like open up your smartphone and beat the world's best player in chess every time, right? That's exactly right. So that's exactly what that's happened. It's so crazy. It's crazy. So Big Blue, when we knew about Big Blue back when it beat Gary Kasparov, it was this like 1.4 ton machine. It was this massive mainframe. Now, if you have a self a smartphone, you can beat Magnus Carlsen every single time you play. If you are willing to just read the the moves off of what they call a chess engine. And the most famous one of them is called Stockfish. So Stockfish will never lose, apparently will never lose to Magnus Carlsen. 
if you could get signals, if you get moves from a cell phone and have stockfish send you the moves, you'll win every time. You know, the board is just a bunch of squares and those squares have a letter and a number. So like, you know, A through H and one through eight, you could just cheat by sending someone a letter and a number and it would tell them where to move. Kind of like Morse code. This is entirely in the realm of speculation because here's the thing. No one's ever been caught doing this and it might be because no one's ever done it. Oh. So people have been caught cheating before, but they do cockamamie things like they go to the bathroom, take out their phone, call Stockfish and and get the moves while they're in the bathroom. Like some of the most famous examples are that. They're as ham-handed as that. Now, no one, as far as I can tell, has ever been caught with any kind of a device in the socks or anywhere else that can convey the messages that you're describing. Now, you could conceive of them. Uh. You could imagine them easily. But they've never, no one's ever been caught with such a device. Just part of what makes Magnus Carlsen's accusation so lunatic. Wait, then there's a rumor that spreads. Uh, I think it starts as a yeah. joke, like all good conspiracy theories do, that Hans Niemann was getting this information about where to move through vibrations in anal beads. That's right. But this is like, yes. I, I mean, this is a big rumor that a lot of people are talking about. Like, it was kind of everywhere, right? It was everywhere, and Elon Musk tweeted oh, that's it. That's right. So that might explain Three times. part of the... Part of the part of the everywhereness and no no one was really taking the anal bead guess that seriously right that was inherently ridiculous it was inherently ridiculous but it was definitely the case that when magnus carlson got done with this tweet that people believed that hans niemann cheated yes. even if they had no workable viable theory as to how he did it let alone any physical evidence that he had done it it's really kind of crazy I went to a sex toy store here in London. There's a bunch of Was them. this related to the story? It was completely okay. unrelated. It was just purely- I want to hear the story anyway, but please. Yeah. So I, I went there and um, and I, I went around to three of them and <clears throat> I just asked them, is there any device that you sell that would not show up on a metal detector? Oh. Are any of these vibrating devices metal-free? And they all said no. They all have whatever- would connect it to whatever would make it vibrate and whatever would make it receive a signal would have to have some metal. So the question is then like, gets pretty obscure. It's like, would a, would a metal detector, does it have enough metal to set off a metal detector? All the people that I spoke to at these sex toy shops said absolutely would, it would set off that metal detector. So good luck trying that particular ruse in a chess tournament. Sex toy shop workers are a lot more technically minded than I would have guessed. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you need to be. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of technology. There's like, and they have remote controls. I I, I learned quite a bit. Wow, what a great job you have. It's entertaining. <laughs> well, this debate over whether he cheated or not kind of divides the whole chess world. When Magnus tweets these accusations, what is Hans's response? By the time he sits down for his next interview at the Sinkfield Cup, he's livid. And he gives this very impassioned speech, effectively, a monologue, where he confesses to a lot of things, including cheating at the age of 12 and 16. And he says, here's why I cheated, it's because I wanted to play better players, I wanted better ratings, um, I wanted to play, I wanted to get more people to watch my Twitch stream. He considers it a terrible mistake. 
and that he spent the last two years trying to make up for that mistake. And that's why he says he spent 12 hours a day playing chess, that he was motivated to clear his name and to prove to himself and the rest of the world that he did not need artificial intelligence to play with the best players in the world. And you can imagine be outrageous to him at the very moment that he proves this, that he can play with the best players in the world by beating the greatest player arguably in history and being accused of cheating, that this would be incredibly aggravating and unnerving. Part of that speech sounds a lot to me like Lance Armstrong asking people to test his urine. Like this is this is a quote from that speech. Neiman says, they want me to strip fully naked. I'll do it. I don't care because I know I'm clean. You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. You know, name whatever you guys want. So think of it from from Neiman's standpoint. There's nothing here that suggests cheating. So if you're Hans Neiman, uh, maybe that is an actual honest expression of your willingness to go the extra mile to prove that, in fact, you did not cheat. Okay, so these two guys, Hans and Magnus, uh, face off again just a few weeks later at the Julius Bear Generation Cup. I can't believe they play this off. And what happens when they start playing? They sit down to play. This is an online tournament. And Magnus Carlsen made one move and then he resigned. So he he basically forfeits this game and then releases a much longer tweet that says, I believe that Neiman has cheated more and more recently than he has publicly admitted. His over-the-board progress has been unusual. And throughout our game in the Sinkfield Cup, I had the impression that he wasn't tense or even fully concentrating on the game in critical positions while outplaying me as black in a way that I think only a handful of players can do. Now, effectively, what he's saying is Hans was way too chilled out during our game. Mm -hmm. and, and in fact, most people who play Magnus Carlsen are kind of like they're in a state of, of fear and anxiety and they are concentrating fully. And it is true. You can watch video of this game and you will see Hans Niemann at the Singfield Cup playing Magnus Carlsen and he's looking around the room and he's chewing gum. It's like he's waiting for a bus. Like if you, if you told me this kid was waiting for a bus, you'd be like, okay, that's about right. Not playing the greatest chess player in history. So it's very peculiar. But you know what? Everything about Hans Zeman is pretty peculiar. Maybe, just maybe, it's not that something was broken about Hans Neiman. Maybe instead, something was breaking inside Magnus Carlsen. But first, our sponsors are going to sell you, I'm guessing, some chess-shaped sex toys. I'd recommend starting with either a pawn or a bishop. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. 
As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Chess.com, the biggest chess website, issued a 72-page report saying that Hans Niemann didn't just cheat twice online. He cheated more than a hundred times. And they found his quick improvement in real-life games to be highly suspicious. But Chess.com had just spent $82 million to buy Magnus Carlsen's site, Play Magnus. So they weren't exactly a neutral observer. Hans Niemann responded to these accusations with a surprising maturity and calmness. No, of course he didn't. He sued everyone involved. So Hans is now suing Magnus and Chess.com for $100 million over their allegedly uh, defamatory claims. Mm -hmm. Has Hans's career actually suffered like $100 million worth as a result of these allegations from Magnus? It's far from clear to me that his life is ruined or that his chess career is over. He is one of the most famous chess players in the world now. Um, There are a lot of people who know his name that didn't know it before. He's still going to tournaments, and he's still doing really well. So what do you think's going on? Why would Magnus Carlsen make this accusation? Is it Was he just like butthurt? Was it just that he's getting older and may not be as good and he's panicking? Or like, This seems like he has such a reputation that, that this seems like a huge risk for him to accuse someone of cheating if they weren't. That is a great, great question. That's a great mystery. So my assumption is that when Magnus Carlsen played him, at the FTX, he had heard the rumors that Hans was a cheater. And by the time he leaves Miami in the FTX and goes to to St. Louis for the Singfield Cup, he's decided that Hans is a cheater. And that really affected Magnus Carlsen's performance. That's, I think, what happened. Because what is a greater psych out than to think that you were competing against an unbeatable computer? And so I don't doubt that Magnus Carlsen is utterly sincere. He's just wrong. 
So this guy who's ranked number 39 mm-hmm. is the only one to beat the number one best chess player of all time. And the and the reason you're marshalling forward for that unbelievable defeat happening twice is that Carlson psyched himself out because he thought he was playing a computer. Yeah. That might be the greatest psychological move of all time to convince people you're cheating when you're not. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. It's an incredible brilliant like psych out of course it's not what hans neiman intended at all he had i think no idea maybe by by all means infer the worst (laughs) you know we're clearly on other sides of this whole thing what's going on in your life that you're such a hans fan what do you think emotionally draws you towards him what happened to him is really um kind of morally gross it's it really is kind of repugnant because he was accused of something that he didn't do and the there's no way for him to to prove that he didn't do it other than all of the circumstantial proof that's been marshaled on his behalf by all sorts of grandmasters in the wake of this little calamity. You feel really sure that he didn't cheat. Yeah, he did not cheat. The interesting thing to me about these stories is the pathos, the kind of like, you know, the kind of internal mental anguish of, of this whole thing and the complexity and nuances of it. You know, there were a lot of people... Um, who wondered about you know his mental state um, when this whole Singfield Cup thing happened? Um, you know, do you have a support network? There was a Q and A thing that happened at the Singfield Cup where people got to type in their questions for Hans, and one of them was like, "Do you have people to talk to?" Because like, you can imagine like he's just this 19 year old kid who's been accused of this terrible thing by the most popular, most famous chess player in the world. There are cheating scandals everywhere right now. There's there's a cheating scandal in poker. There's a cheating scandal in bridge. Like, it feels like we're at a moment when tech is threatening any kind of human interaction. That's big. That's a big, bold statement you just made there, my friend. That's what we do on the show. Yeah. (laughs) David Siegel is a reporter for The New York Times and wrote, he's the bad boy of chess, but did he cheat in The New York Times? David, thank you so much. The story is great. And uh, it made me interested in chess yet again. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. People haven't cared this much about chess since Bobby Fischer, and he was fighting the Russians at the height of the Cold War. The scandal's gotten people's attention because we're afraid of smart people. Specifically, we're afraid that they're using their smartness to do sneaky things for their own advantage. Politicians, lawyers, podcasters, we assume they're using tricks to run scams on the rest of us. So when one of them gets caught or even accused, we feel vindicated. We accuse others even though we're all doing a little cheating ourselves. We cheat a little in our taxes. We exaggerate our resumes. We spell out oxyfenbutazone in words with friends. And we do it because we assume everyone else is. At the end of the show, what's next for Joel Stein? Maybe he'll take a nap or poke around online. Our show today was produced by Kate McAuliffe, Mola Board, and Nisha Venkut. It was edited by Robert Smith. Our engineer is Amanda K. Wang. And our executive producer is Catherine Girardot. And our theme song was written and performed by Jonathan Colton. And a special thanks to my voice coach, Vicki Merrick and my consulting producer, Lauren Zelaznik. To find more Pushkin podcasts, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Joel Stein, and the story of the week speaks for itself. So the, the craziest part for me was at the Sinkfield Cup in St. Louis. There are Hans Neiman groupies there. Exactly. So this was, you know, the backlash to the backlash, I guess, is that um, a group of women showed up in matching cocktail dresses and sunglasses, all uh, bearing signs that said, you know, we love Hans, we love his accent, we love his hair, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, su- supporting him. They look like the women from um, the Robert Palmer video, like they have yes. the red lipstick and the yeah. black hair and the black dresses. And it just seems like this doesn't happen in chess, right? Never has happened before. In fact, the, when they interviewed Neiman yet again for, I think, a third sit-down interview at the Sinkfield Cup, he said, look, uh, this is all very terrible and strange, but at least for the first time in history, there are fangirls showing up at a chess tournament, which has to be you know, a first. Coming up next week, Hawaii's crazy war over zombie cats. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, Tanner Girl Go Shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.